Hi, welcome to Lessons of Life. And today we're going to just jab about life. <laughs> and how things come up that, you know, you wouldn't expect. So, for example, someone asks you for a ride. And you give them a ride. And they say they're just going to be a minute. And they're going to run in and, and get whatever it is and drop off whatever it is and, and come right back out. Okay, a couple of minutes tops. Well, there you are, sitting in the car, waiting. They've gone to the door. They've knocked on it. They've gone inside. You know, ten minutes have passed. You're being treated rudely. You just need to go. And when they come out or call you and say, where'd you go? You say, my time's important to me. I was doing you a favor. You said you'd be a couple of minutes. Ten minutes later, you weren't out. I left. I have other things to do. You know, and hang up. You don't have to take that kind of behavior. Now, if this is your significant other, you know, do the same thing. Oh, well, you obviously didn't care enough to come outside and tell me it's going to be longer. And I wasn't going to wait anymore. It was hot in the car. See ya later, alligator. I don't treat you rudely like that. Why would you think it's okay to treat me rudely like that? I don't understand. You know, and walk off. You stand up for yourself. You admire and respect yourself. Your time's important. You only have so many moments in this life. You don't waste them sitting around waiting for somebody to show up, you know, who said they'd be there in two minutes. It's half an hour later, and you're still not, you know, going anywhere. I don't think so. I got things to do. See you later. <laughs> and this is... You know, people, well, how can you do that? You know, it, it's easy when you've had enough. When you've had enough, you no, you're not going to treat me like this. And if you don't like it, see you later. Don't let the door hit you on the way out. You know, bless you. But I'm, I'm not going to act like that. I don't treat you like that. And others don't get to treat me like that. Okay? It's just how it is. You know, and a lot of people don't want conflict like that, you know, so they need to go within and need to see this person as better. So you forgive them, you know, make it easy on yourself. Let God change your perception for you. He wants to. You just forgive them for showing you that. And it's forgiven and forgotten. They're free and you're free. Thank you, Father, for changing how I see this. That person's not going to treat you rudely anymore, especially if they're in your family. Now, if they're a friend or an associate, they just may fade away out of your life. And that's okay. You know, it's, it's up to the God in their heart. In the Bible, it says, vengeance is mine, says the Lord. Well, we all have a God in our hearts. It's not for you to scream and yell and punish and all that other stuff. No, you leave it to God. You forgive them and walk away. They got a God in their heart. He'll handle it. When you forgive, that's an act of love. It's up to them, the God in their hearts, whether they accept that or not. 
and where they go on their journey. It's not for you to decide. Now, it's someone who's close to you and in your life, then, you know, you still respect and admire yourself and you pray for them and you forgive them and you forgive them seven times 70. You just keep on doing it until you don't see it anymore. And that will happen. You know, you're just getting all the gunk that's wrapped around your heart off so that you stop seeing that. Because the things you see in life have been attached to the consciousness on your heart. It's the one that's presenting. Okay? You and your imagination spin the story. God guides you to it. God brings it to you. You know, he's the consciousness in your heart. And he's the one that's presenting everything here. Okay? Everything. The universe. If you look at the universe... It's a great big mind. It looks just like the neurons in a brain. Because that's what it is. It's God's mind that you're pushed out there. And that's why the story is in the stars. You know, and I know Neville Goddard was, oh, forget tarot and numerology. It's all God. It's just different ways of expressing it. There's nothing evil about tarot. There's nothing evil about numerology. There's nothing evil about astrology. You know, it's understanding these all come together to tell the story. Astrology is just studying the stars and the belief of the different effects upon us by being born in those um signs but the it's you know down to the individual but then it's you know take it bigger it, it's humanity when the people who are born under when the earth is facing Pisces which is where we are now they're learning to swim both ways they're learning this is this is what you've been doing unconsciously now do it consciously that's swimming both ways you know, and then comes the life bearer. This word speaks for itself. The life bearer. Okay? He bears life. He knows he's bearing life. And that's the the next um, astro astrological sign that the earth is moving into. You know, we're at the end of Pisces. And we're in entering into uh, the life bearer. So you... you Everyone will know you you do this. It will be conscious to everyone, you know, that you do this. And they will be taught from the time they're very young. You need and we already are. It's just in a conscious way. Don't let your imagination run wild. What are you thinking? What made you think you could get away with that? You you need to go to your room and think about it. You know? We already do it. And we just don't realize what we're doing. We think we're just having fun with our children while they're little and playing with them and their imaginations and stuff. And then they hit the age of eight or nine and, the, and you tell them, well, it's time to grow up and be in the real world now. You know, and no, now it's time to understand that that boy who was trying to bully you has been hurt. Somebody hurt him another bully hurt him 
You know, so you just tell him he doesn't have to be a bully to play with you if he wants to play with you. You know, you're, he's more than welcome. You know, and, and just know that he's he's looking for a friend. And he thinks he can't have one unless he's mean to them. Because he's afraid. He's afraid if he's not mean to him first, they'll be mean to him first. You know, and that's that negative loop going round and round and round and round and round. And that's no fun. <laughs> yeah. And this is what we're learning now. The, these last couple of generations. That before we go into the life bearer, this is what's going on. That these young people that are learning this are going to have babies and they're going to teach their babies. And they were taught. Many of them were taught. But they were taught to do this to get stuff. And they don't understand that this affects everything. Okay? You, you be in love with life. You be in love with yourself. This is why we love it when we see stories about, you know, people coming out and saying, I love me just the way I am. You know? I, I love me. I've got a beautiful voice. I don't care if I look like a fat old booger. You know, I love me just the way I am. I love who I am. I'm the best. Now that person desires to be thinner, but they've accepted themselves the way they are. You know, and now the desires of their heart start coming forth. They, they just don't care. I don't care if I look fat. I accept who I am. I am a wonderful, beautiful person. You know, I love my mind. I love how I think. I love myself. And you can see this in Adele, the singer. She, for a long time, was caught up in her size and what she looked like. And she, she would tell this, you know. And you can see when she dropped it. And now she looks great. Absolutely beautiful and great, you know. She was beautiful and great before. But now she's lost a lot of weight. If you look at current pictures from the past, she looks great. She stopped worrying about her weight. She went and lived life. She got her special person. She, you know, made babies. She's living life. And she dropped all that stuff. And now she's looking good. You know, but this is how we do it. You accept. I accept. I'm perfect. I'm, I am perfect. Just the way I am. I am a perfect human being. I love me. I'm the greatest. <laughs> I'm the greatest one in my life because I'm the only one in my life. You know, that's it. It's my life. It's my mind. My mind makes my life. I love my mind. I love my mind. You know, my mind is a beautiful thing. Life is beautiful. My mind is beautiful. You know, these are things that you can contemplate on and think about and say, you know, and it's good to love yourself, to accept that, you know, it may seem like it ain't the perfect, but it is. Each one of us is perfect. 
perfect. Telling a story. It's beautiful. And you can change the story. You know, and this is the beauty of man. He he imagines and thinks of the greatest stories and you know, the Bible says man's the salt of the earth. That means you season it up. Salt is magnificent. It's delicious. You want it on your food. It brings out the flavors in the food. You know, and a lot of people don't understand that everything that's chemical came from nature. Every bit of it. So if you hate chemical and only want to be organic, your organic stuff ain't going to be any better than you would if you had chemical. You hate chemicals. Chemicals came from nature. Okay? No, I'm not going to put in extra nitrogen in my garden, even though it needs it. I'm going to keep putting compost in there. You know, you're being stubborn meal. You don't have to. You can add a little nitrogen, not going to hurt it. You know? It's the same kind of nitrogen that comes from the compost. Oh, but that's not natural. Yes, it is. It came from nature. It's just in a different form. You add the love. Compost is nitrogen with love because you took the time and the effort to create it yourself. You're creating the soil. You're growing the soil. You know, and you don't have time for that. Well, here, have a little nitrogen. You know, if you don't have time and space to put a compost pile for your garden in your yard, then you just add a little nitrogen, you know, and they'll grow. Potassium, whatever it is you need, phosphorus, all these things come from nature. They come out of the leaves, you know, it comes out of the, the green things. It, it comes out of it, you know, so there's nothing wrong with it. It's perfect. It's like people hating on carbon. Carbon's in everything. You hate on carbon, you're hating on yourself. You know? Enjoy. I love carbon. Carbon's great. It can be in the air. It can be a liquid. Oil. It, air. Gas. You know? It can be a solid. Diamonds. Coal. Whatever. You know? It's how much pressure do you put it under? You know, you get coal at one point, you get diamonds at another. You know, how much pressure? And that is understanding that, you know, if you keep thinking something, you're putting pressure on it. So when you want something to manifest, you don't want to put pressure on it like a hydraulic press. You'll break it. You want it to be like a raindrop, you know. You want it to be nice. You want it to be good. So you, you do it like a raindrop. Three times a day, five minutes a day. Contemplate on having your desire. And you'll have it. Eventually, that raindrop gets so heavy that as it, it, you know your thoughts rise, that falls down to your heart and bam, here it is. So I hope this helps. It's really about understanding yourself and how you talk to yourself because that's how you naturally do it. And to do that, you have to examine yourself, you know, and understand what words are evoking what images 
and feelings inside yourself. You know, so most people won't examine themselves, but that is a necessary component to just live it and not have to constantly be going to the law of liberty to get what you want. So I hope this helps. Blessings to you. And thank you. Thank you for being you, you angels.